Welcome to Amberforth Manor, a comedy drama series written by Patrick MacDonald and Jackie Tevlin. Season 2, Episode 8, Sylvan Glade. Now, uh, <clears throat> I've brought us all together because I have a serious matter to discuss with you all. Agatha, can you cut down from that ladder, please, and stop hanging those drapes for a moment? I need your full attention. Oh, heck, here we go. What's up now, then? It's very bad news, I'm afraid. I want you to read the latest reviews we've had from Trip Advisor. Timothy and Gwen tell us... What has happened to the picnic lawn? Used to be lovely green sward, now mess with stinging nettles and thistles, where there used to be dahlias. Children covered in hives, underwhelmed, one star, avoid. Well, it's not my fault, Colonel. You made me rewild my beautiful verdant lawn with that small, inadequate grant from the government, and now it's completely unsuitable for picnics. Although... My bees are much happier, and the honey's the best it's ever been. Now we have new grants from government, still very tiny one. We must change wildflowers and plants for vegetables. This is what we have in Bulgaria. No time for frivolous green mowing lawns. No use to men's or animals. I think we change flowers for turnips. Turnips? Who wants to eat turnips? And other root vegetables, perhaps. I suppose I could use root veg in the cafe we're planning to open. Plant-based menus are all the thing now. And since I went on that foraging workshop, we could include some delicious foraging dishes as well. Aye, it could work. Um, what about my back? I had over an acre of lawn to dig up and reseed, and now I'll have to dig it up all over again and replant. No one seems to care that it's Agatha and me doing all the old work around here. Young Arthur can help you. Oh, don't make me laugh. Ever since you commissioned him to write Mr. Schaffernacker's headstone, he's been hard at it, practising his engraving and stonemasonry around the estate. Said he always knew he was meant for greatness, like Michelangelo. <coughs> yes, well, uh, uh, back to TripAdvisor. <coughs> Barry and Cynthia write, Are you having a laugh? We came to see your big cat safari, and all we found were a few old moggies in a cattery. What a rip-off. One star. Avoid. Any mention of bright side funerals, Father? Ah, yes, I'm afraid so. Lionel and Ryan say... <clears throat> Brightside funerals, big disappointment. We ordered the DIY peacock blue and glitter coffin. It arrived like a cheap jigsaw with important pieces missing, to wit, a lid. And the instructions were in Mandarin. We complained, but we were told it was meant to be like that. Apparently, it was an open-air coffin. The en plein air model. Disappointed, one star, avoid. Oh, what poppy cockles. Funeral business is booming. We have our first Sylvan Glade funeral tomorrow. This is very exciting. It's Hector's funeral. Peregrine Potter. He is big star in little sitcom. Big star Kitty Cupcake also attending. Ah, very good. Now we all set up. I really want us to throw everything we've got at it. 
What are we throwing? And where? And why? The kitchen sink, Olga. The kitchen sink? How strange you English are. No, never mind that, Olga. What about everything else, Laurel? Well, Daddy, I've woven the casket out of Willow. It has taken me days, and my hands are shredded. Good job I've been making homemade lavender skin balm. On sale now at our gift portal. I was told that Peregrine had a certain presence when he was alive, and all I can say is that most of that must have been down to his weight. He was huge. Apparently, they used to call him Jodrell Bank behind his back. Young Arthur and I have also moved the shepherd with the flute and shepherdess with the lamb statues from the orangery to the glade and adorned them with ivy. Although I had a devil of a job stopping him from getting his chisel out. He's mad for it. I think he must sleep with the wretched thing. Agatha is going to forage first thing and the cast, oh sorry, mourners, will be eating forage food butties in the glade before the performance. Sorry, I mean service, just to get them in the zone. Amy Schaffernacher is dressing her brownies up as woodland animals and they're going to carry night light lanterns and be the backing group for our newly formed in-house a cappella singing trio. Who's a cappella singing trio? Are they expensive? They sound expensive. It's going to be us, Father. You, me and Laurel. No. That sounds fun, and I'll look forward to that. We'll need a name, though. Let me think. Um, what about the grave diggers? Oh, it's a little bit morbid, don't you think? I know it's a funeral, but even so. In any case, Laura and I have already chosen a name. We're going with Freshly Dug. But that's brilliant, I know. I'm really looking forward to all this. Farm shop girls coming over now with Snouter, our famous truffle hunting terrier. So we should get a good haul of scrumptious forage delicacies. The mourners don't realise what a treat they have in store. Gelati's coming round with his famous ice cream for the brownies as well to round it all off. As they are the thespians, they've also asked for a scene from Shakespeare to be acted out as part of the service and deck chairs to be put out for the mourners. Will you ask young Arthur to do this please, Tom? Now, I've asked Juliet from the big house if she'll do her Titania, Queen of the Fairies, from Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> no comments, please, Olga. Oh, me? I not say anything. Nothing amusing about name Titiana. It's a good Bulgarian name. I love this play. We have little elves, too, in the Slavyanka Mountains. Please don't tell me I'm going to be bottom wearing some awful donkey head. Yes, Noodles, you are a big love interest. Very sexy part. It's part Peregrine love to play. It will burn the houses down. And I will play the vicar in this funeral. Which just leaves me and Daddy to be two fairies, Buttercup and Cobweb. Oh, and uh, which, which one am I? Buttercup. Mrs. Bossom has made you a lovely costume, Daddy, with a buttercup headdress. She's so talented with the crochet hook. Now, Daddy, I want you to be an Eeyore, please, and make a donkey noise. Is that a grumpy Eeyore, as in Christopher Robin, or a hee-haw, 
that the colonel's donkey makes at the Boxing Day hunt. Oh, Nanny Cartwright always used to call me Eeyore when I was in the grumps. Brings tears to my eyes when I think of it. No! It's a character called Bottom in A Midsummer Night's Dream. You know, by Shakespeare. It's a man with a donkey's head, although sometimes they just go for the ears. Which is kinder to the actor, I think. It's so difficult to emote from inside a donkey's head. You can be putting on a brilliant performance, but no one actually sees it. I think I feel a hee-haw coming on. Here we go. <coughs> la, la, la. Ready? Okay. Hee-haw coming up. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. Oh, this is brilliant, Alan. You should be on the stage yourself. Hush, mother. I'm getting into the zone. <clears throat> what angel wakes me from my flowery bed? Hee-haw! 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 I pray thee, gentle mortal, sing again. Mine ear is much enamoured of thy note. So is mine eye enthralled to thy shape. And Thy fair virtue's force, perforce doth move me on the first view to say, to swear I love thee. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. That was lovely. Perhaps you'd like to help yourself to some refreshment. No, no, not that hamper. That's got the dead. Oh, yes, that's the right one. Agatha, would you help the brownies to a forage food butty and a glass of goat's milk, please? Thank you. Lovely. Ah, yes. We've come for the Midsummer Night stream. Is there a jet chair or two left? We ask for reservations at the front of the stalls. Yes. Here we are, darling. They put cards with our names on these deck chairs. They're not a very good seat, though. They put us right next to an open grave. I've been given seats in restaurants next to the toilets, but this is a new law. Ew! The body of Peregrine Pottle must be in that large wicker basket. I hope Juliet doesn't get too close to that grave. I'm sure she'll be fine. Although, if she does fall in, she could do that scene from Hamlet. You know, alas, poor Yorick, etc., etc. Get some practice. <laughs> Did you know the deceased, Peregrine Potter? No, but I love that soap he starred in. T-Junction at Newport Pagnell. T-Junction for short. He'd been in it for years. I was in his fan club. What was it called again? Oh, I remember. The Potty Pottles. Potty about potholes. Sounds like you then wrote for toilet training. Yes, very good. It is true to say I was still in nappies when Mummy signed me up. <laughs> Look, here comes Juliet with Buttercup and Cobweb. I must say, you've done a sterling job with the costumes. The Colonel looks... I was going to say marvellous, but interesting is probably more appropriate. Yes, mustard yellow... Not really his colour, is it? 
and how you crocheted those wings from old socks is beyond me. Shh, darling, it's about to start. What angel wakes me from my flowery bed? I could do better than that. What angel wakes me from my flowery bed? I'm sorry, darling, but there is only one queen of the fairies here today, and that is Kitty Cupcake. Mwah! Now off you go, little girl, and leave this sylvan scene to a star who knows what she is about. Dear Peregrine would have loved this. I say, bad show. What's this ugly stepsister doing? Mert, she is trying to steal the show. I, I pray thee, gentle mortals, sing again. Mine ear is much enamoured of thy note. I pray thee, gentle mortal, sing again. Mine ear is much enamoured of thy note. So is mine eye enthralled to thy shape, and thy fair virtues forced doth move me on the first view to say, to swear, I love thee. Ta-da! I say, Laurel, Kitty Cupcake is something else, isn't she? Rather voluptuous, I'd say. Hardy. She is a he. Kitty Cupcake is a rather famous drag queen. You know, on that TV programme. What? Like Danny LaRue, who my mother loved. She always thought he was a she too. Kitty Cupcake is obviously a good friend of Peregrine Pottle. We don't want to upset the thespians, do we? Think of our TripAdvisor reviews. Oh, it's getting very hot inside this donkey head. I've got to go and nuzzle in her lap in a moment. I'm not looking forward to that. And Juliet has started crying. Oh, Ma, I've been ousted in the Sylvan Glade by a cupcake. <laughs> Out of this wood do not desire to go. Thou shalt remain here whether thou wilt or no. Where are my fairies to attend on thee? Cobweb, buttercup, ready. And I hail mortal. Hail, hail, mortal! Come, wait upon him, lead him to my bower. The moon, methinks, looks with a watery eye, and when she weeps, weeps every little flower, lamenting some enforced chastity. Tie up my lover's tongue, bring him silently. Well done, you really pulled bottom off. Oh, this is good. Now we do body business. Who is putting Vicar Coffin into old? Okay, actors from long running soapy series T Junction at Newport Pegno. It's not tighting though. Anyway, no time to dilly dally. We put Coffin into home. Good, good. Peter to right. Then left. Then lower body down is done okay okay i am ogre dragomero and i'm honored to stand before you to conduct this service when someone we love likes this man peregrine potty he died there is much sadness at his losses and we cry tears because we love him oh perry you old fool how could you leave us now when our contract for t-junction but Newport Pagnell is up for renewal. 
Oh, we commit his body to the earth, the earth from which our bodies were originally created. Ashes to ashes. Bullettes, ice cream, 99s, only 3.99, including a chocolate flake and a dribble of syrup for the children. Ice cream? How now? Can we all have an ice cream, please? Dust to dust. It's Snouter, the truffle finding Jerry from the farm. Oh no! Snouter! Not the forest forest filled bats! No! Yes, ice cream! Delicious ice cream! Can we have more, please? Well, I've had some difficult audiences in my time, but this takes the biscuit. Mm. My goodness, who was that? What an absolute disaster, darlings. Well, troops, <coughs> gather round. <coughs> We've had another TripAdvisor review. Sylph and Glade's funeral. Oh, good. I'm hopeful about this one. What does it say? A kitty cupcake writes, a total palaver. Brightside funeral should be shut down. Everything that could have gone wrong did. Totally underwhelmed, darlings. One star. Avoid like the plague. <laughs> I suppose it could have been worse. How could it have been worse? All the brownies ended up in A&E with food poisoning and diarrhoea from Agatha's dodgy foraged fungus. Farm shop girl tells me Snouter, the truffle-hunting terrier, has lost his nose for truffles after the trauma, and Mr Bossom, MP, has threatened us with a health and safety shutdown. Ah, well, hey-ho, say la vie. As I say, could have been worse. Oh, Daddy. The Colonel was played by Ben West, Olga Jackie Tevlin, Agatha Tina Yates, Tom Roger Ems, Laurel Jackie Powell, Hardy Stuart Nunn, Mr Bossom Mark Cherry, Mrs Bossom Lynn Parriment, Juliet Amelia Billington, Kitty Cupcake Colette Parker, Mr Gelati Pete Warman and the Brownie Sue Rodwell Smith. Sounds HCR Sound Library and freesound.org and before theme tune was taken from Mozart's home concerto. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Amberforth Manor was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire. <laughs> <laughs>